and welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. I'm Allie. And I'm Jessica. And today we have a special guest. This is my dad, Mike Parnell. Hi, dad, if you want to go ahead and say hi and introduce yourself. Good morning. I'm Mike. Glad to be a part of it today. <laughs> um, dad, do you want to give us a little bit of your background with sports? I mean, I know you've been an athlete and a parent and a coach as well. Um, I grew up playing, um, well, my whole family played sports pretty much so, but I grew up playing at that time, one of the few leagues of soccer in grade school, but I also played baseball and basketball and football and, and played, um, basketball and baseball all the way through high school and then played, uh, college baseball at a community college here locally. Yeah, that's awesome. And then. Uh, you were definitely a coach for a long time. Um, you have lots of experience with that. Today, we are talking a lot about um, parents and kind of how they in, interact in the whole team of parents and coaches and athletes because they're all a team together. Um, so what kind of experiences have you had from switching from being a parent to a coach to a coach to a parent kind of going back and forth with that? Um, to a certain point, it's they they intertwine. I mean, because I even as a parent, I'm always coaching. I'm always helping guys out, and probably coaching a little more than I should at times. But that's just who I am. That's the way I'm built is to help you guys out. Um, being a coach is a lot different. You have to, you know, you can't. It's not just one kid. You have the whole team you're working with, and you have to teach each kid differently sometimes and have a find a way to get into to teach each of those kids whereas as a parent you kind of know your kids buttons and how to get them to motivate and how to push them how to um, get them involved and keep them excited about it not get too frustrated well hopefully it doesn't always work but um, that's that's pretty much the difference I guess so you brought up something that I think is interesting and something we talk a lot about is that um, you sometimes overcoach or you're always coaching. You're always co coaching no matter what. And sometimes you just, that's just part of who you are. But there's a difference between, I feel watching you and I, as we watched, you know, went through the kids growing up of, yes, we always were there. Yes, we always had our opinions, but it wasn't, we tried not to be overly. So we tried to keep our boundaries as much as we could especially when they're on the court with their team to be able to. You were very good about that. I wasn't always that good. <laughs> but I mean, okay, you can say that. And that's great because then I was, you know, I was kind of our mediator when I was like, okay, that's over. You need to, you need to step back a little bit because we're interfering with the coach. And so, you know, if I think we melded well that way because I was able to, rein you back at times right. when I felt that was too much right. yeah and it makes a different a big difference too um on what sport you're coaching you know like basketball for you and and your brother was you know I mean you could talk a little bit to him you know you say something you know or you know I mean you heard me echo through the gym occasionally and saying something to you but when you're on the golf course for example you know you can't talk to him you can't say anything to you so and to sit there and watch 
when you guys were playing golf was much more difficult to not be able to say anything, not be able to help out at all and say, here's what you're doing or, you know, just, just relax, slow down or whatever the comment could have been, couldn't say anything. So that was, that was, that was really hard. Um, yeah. I think that all kind of plays in, um, mommy brought up boundaries. Boundaries with parents is like a very, very crucial um, skill to have. Um, I struggle with having boundaries with the parents all the time. Um, I don't like to have to tell off parents because I don't think it's, you know, necessary most of the time, but sometimes um, I do have to be able to just say, hey, I need you to just leave your kids alone. Um, because as a, as an athlete, I know that I always look to you guys, whether it was golf, basketball, soccer, whatever it was, I always look to you guys. If I made a mistake or if I was struggling and I needed help, I always look to you guys, even for, uh, follow through or, or <laughs> relax, 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 you know, just like something just to like, make me feel better. And I always thought that you guys did a really good job of not over overly coaching, you know, not like really breaking everything down. It was always just like, a, you know, make sure you follow through or just like you need to calm down kind of thing. Not use like, <laughs> yeah, use your legs, use your legs. It wasn't like, a, oh, you're not sliding your feet or you're, you know, like it's not, it wasn't like drug out and it wasn't like you would come down to the bench or come in. Um, interrupt me or something like that you know you wouldn't like really make yourself known it was just kind of like I look and I understand what you guys are saying to me and I think that's sorry go ahead Allie no that's no that's okay that's just the boundaries that everyone needs to make sure that they have is just make sure that you know when you to say things and how you should be saying things I think the part like you have good points there but I think part of that is when you say little things, not a not extended amount of coaching, but because usually when you do that, you're middle of a game or middle of a round or middle of a match or whatever you're playing, sports you're playing. I mean, you have so many things going in your head already that if you add too much, then it just gets more things jumbled. And, you know, like little things like, you know, you know, follow through or just, just relax, you know, just play hard and you'll be fine or something. Just a little confidence, a little builder or something to go, oh, that's what I'm doing. Or, you know, I mean, even when you're golfing, it's like, or your putting's like, you know, just, you know, just fall through with your putter or you're just too quick or whatever, just little things. And you can kind of get yourself back, relax. You know, golf's the hardest thing to relax and get over that last shot. And, and that's, if you have little things like that to go back to your basics, get you back to where you're supposed to be, that makes it a lot easier. But at the same time, you want to be, a little bit minimalistic because you don't want your kids always to be looking at you for no. their what to do you want them to be looking at the coach for what to do so if you have to be verbal if you have to be you know give them whatever they need or you think they need make it that minimalistic so that it's just that little bit of confidence but where their majority of their confidence needs to go is to their coach because that's, that's who the team relies on for their, all of their instruction. Yeah. So I'm just going to kind of put this all together because we're all saying about the same thing. So for any of the parents that are listening, if you want to be there for your kids, give them the most littlest of 
um, confidence booster that you possibly can give them, you know, simple things here and there, but make sure it's known that their coach is who they should be going to. Um, every time they have a question, go to their coach. Do not come to you. You guys can communicate it after a game, before, <clears throat> before a game, any other time. Um, but when it is game time or it's practice time, they need to be looking to their coaches specifically because um, you never know if you are going to be telling your kids something completely different than what the coaches are telling them. So, um, Dad, I'm going to go ahead and throw this at you. How can you help your kids outside of being in like a practice or a game, um, like a team setting? You mean one-on-one -on, -one on their own kind of thing? Um, just be there for them. And if they want to go shoot hoops, they want to go hit baseballs, they want to go to the driving range, you want to go whatever sport you're doing, you know, try to make the time to go do that with them. I was not always the best at that. Um, I was better at it with golf than definitely I was with basketball and stuff. You know, you started when you got older, started going to the gym and started running and helping to get in shape and lift some weights and get ready things like that. Um, just kind of leave it up to kids what they want to do and just make sure you can help them the best you can. I think that, you know, bringing your own skills into helping your kids off the court. I mean, if you're an athlete and you have kids that are athletes, then you want to be their coach too. But that's, that's fine if, but take that too on your own time. So take it, you know, after their games, after their practices or whatever, if they need help continuing to develop their skills and you have the ability to help them, then do it on your own private time. Um, I think that's very important. And it's, it helps that bonding with their kids too. And it helps, you know, helps your kids to feel more confident knowing that your, their parents are involved with what they're doing. And even just having those chats with them after a game, you know. I think one of the hardest things that for uh, as a parent to learn to do was um, a little bit with you with basketball, definitely with Quentin with golf was there's a certain point that he was so far above and beyond anything I could help him with. I, I had to pass it over to someone who knew more than I did. And that was a hard thing to do. We was still, he still talks to me and, and, you know, we work on things and that he knows I can help him with. But as a parent, that was a hard thing to, you know, step aside and say, you're, you're above me, son. I can't, I can't help anymore. You've got to get someone that has more knowledge and more um, can help you more than I can. I mean, and he did. He found, had some great coaches that helped him through his whole career. Yeah, I think that kind of plays in also with, um, you know, when, a when your kid reaches a certain level and it's kind of hard to help them. But also if let's say you aren't an athlete or you weren't an athlete and your kid has picked a sport or any sport and you have no idea, you have no idea how the sport works or um, how to play it or how to fix what they're doing. Like you just don't know. Um, so what can you do to help? I mean, I know you can watch videos, you can watch games, try to try to learn about it to do the best that you can listen to what the coaches are saying, ask the coaches questions. But what else do you guys like, you know, I, dad, you're just saying from your experience, what else can you do um, if you don't know how to help them? I think you can volunteer to help with the practices. Go be a coach on the sideline with them, listen to them, help them with their drills or, you know, talk to their instructor or coach or whatever and say, 
when we go on site, what can he work on? What's his weakness? What's his strength? What does, you know, he or she, I should say, um, what can they do to, what can I do to help them get better? Well, there's, you know, you, they can go get another trainer, you know, you can go, what other, what other events or whatever other training can they get involved with that they need? It's like, you know, with you, we, we, um, you got in with, with Rackley and was able to have an extra personal trainer. Um, with Quentin, we had golf coaches. Um, and so it was just, it's just going above and beyond because you may be above, you know, what our skills are. And so then you have to look for others. But again, like dad said, it's, it's knowing and asking those questions and being involved in a proper way with the coach saying, what else can we do to help our kid? Well, and part yeah. of that too is um, sometimes, you know, we were very fortunate in our family that we all communicated well and we didn't, you guys were able to take advice from it. Not, that doesn't always work with parents and kids. It's sometimes it's very toxic, you know, you know, parents are saying something, the kids are taking it one way, the parents aren't meaning it, but they're coming off that way or whatever the case may be. Sometimes you need to step away and let someone else take it and still be there for them, but you just may not be able to coach your kid. That happens a lot. I'm sure you see that all the time. Yeah, no, I, I definitely see that all the time. And sometimes it's also just seeing that the kids and the parents have different goals. And sure. I think <clears throat> the biggest thing for a parent is knowing what your kids' goals are. Like you guys always knew that I wanted to play college basketball. That was my goal since I was a kid. And same with Quentin. We knew that Quentin wanted to play golf big time, you know? Um, and so that, I think that helped you guys a lot in making sure that you're doing what you can to help us get to where we want to be and, you know, keep us motivated, keep us wanting to push forward. Um, and so even if you don't have, like, you can't communicate well with your kids or, you know, it's something that you do need to like step back from, at least stay there and help them reach their goals, help them stay motivated and um, just help them get there because they can't do it by themselves for sure. Encouraging your kids to know that they can, they can be whatever they want to be. They can do whatever they want to do and encourage that um, not hindering them, yeah. not, not saying, oh, you're not good enough. So just don't do that. Definitely something that you need to keep to yourself if that's your thought, but, you know, always encourage them that maybe they don't have the skills right now, but if they truly want it and go after it, then let them, let them do that. Give them that empowerment as a parent to say, go after your dreams, but you're going to have to work for it. There's, you know, there's two things I asked you for everything you both the kids did, two things you had to do. And they were what, Allie? Have fun and work hard. Yep. Have fun and work hard always. Um, I mean, you're not gonna have fun, you're not going to work hard. Then you why are you doing you're it? Struggle and you're not going to have fun. It's kind of the kid that goes against Yeah, definitely. And Parents, whether you have a good relationship, um, okay relationship, or you can't communicate at all, just know that your kids are always going to listen to what you have to say, and it's always going to stick with them. Whether they, whether you think they're listening to you or not, they always hear everything that you say, and it will stick with them. So the 
the least that you can do is just continue to motivate them and make them feel good, make them feel like they can do it and that they're doing a good job working hard to get there. Well, just letting them know also that you're there for them, you know, that you're encouraging them, even if it's from the sidelines, just always be encouraged. And it's, you know, we always made a big point of, you know, after games or after on the sides or whatever that we always told the coach, good job always, you know, told the kids good job. And, you know, even if they lost, it was like, Hey, you still had a good game here. You did great. You know, you did great things. Just keep working hard. Kids are getting better. You're doing you know, good job code. Yeah. Just... So it's that, it's that personal encouragement that not just for your kid, but for your, for the team too. And the coach, because it's important. Like we've said, the parents, coaches, and athletes are all one team. And it's important not to exclude just one because you think that that's all you have power over. It's not. It's your actions yeah. towards the whole team. Yeah. yeah. And parents, coaches need to hear from the parents that they're, they're, you know, how, no matter how the season's going or the round's going or whatever's going, that we know you're doing a good job. You're trying. The kids are getting better. And, and that's, you know, they need to hear that. I mean, they put a lot of time and effort in. And, and as parents, you need to, you know, instead of, um, talking down to them, talking bad about them, encourage them a little bit. They need to hear that, that, you know, okay, things are going the right way or um, it makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about that is I, as a coach, I'm still learning every single game, every single weekend. I, as a coach am learning and learning how I want to coach and how I'm going to have to coach these different teams. And you know, we do our best and we do our best to create relationships to make sure we know how each player plays, how to put them together in the right situations, to offer extra training, to help <clears throat> your kid get to the right spot and everything else like that. So um, coaches do their best. I know that not all coaches are the same and have the same mindset that maybe I have. Um, but they're always trying. They wouldn't be there if they didn't truly care, at least a little bit. Exactly. Yep. Well, I think that's all we really have on that. Parents, there's lots of different things that you can do to continue um, to be a good support for your kids and for the coaches and just be a part of the team. Um, Dad, I want to thank you for coming on and talking with us. You had a lot of really good things to say with all of your experience in every field that we talk about here. Um, and uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank <laughs> Merry you. Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. Absolutely. It's great Sorry. to know that we can call on our family. We all have good experience. And so thank you very much for coming on today and, yep. and being thank a part you guys. of it. It was fun. Uh, we do have our workbook coming out here soon. We're very excited about it. It's in the final editing portion right now. And if you guys go and check out our Instagram, we do have a giveaway that is starting today. Lots of really cool um, Let's Talk PMA merch on there. We're very, very excited to go ahead and share that with you guys just in time for Christmas. Um, and thank you guys again for all watching, listening, and we will see you guys next week. Have a good week, everybody.